I'm Anya Bohm, and I'm a black diamond level seller with paparazzi accessories, as well as a team leader, trainer, and mentor. This podcast is here as a resource to give you training, words of wisdom from other top leaders, motivation, or even a kick in the pants. I speak from my heart, and I hold nothing back. So if you're ready to start your business or take it to the next level, you've come to the right place. This is the Papa Rockstars Podcast. Today, I am excited to welcome to the show Brianna Moody Rios. But before we get into that, don't forget to head on over to the website at paparockstars.com slash Brianna. And that's where you're going to find today's episode. So you can listen again, you can share it with your team. And there's a lot of other free resources and interviews over there for you to listen to and to use for your paparazzi business. Now, let me tell you a little bit about our special guest today, Brianna Moody Rios. Brianna is now a jet setter, but in her first three months in paparazzi, she hit elite, which is the fastest person to hit elite in paparazzi history. Brianna is now a six-figure income earner, and she is a member of the Crown Club 25. She is a life of the party diamond leader, and she has about 3,500 people on her paparazzi team. Brianna is from Southern California, and she is the mama to a four-year-old son and a two-year-old daughter. And guess what? She's been doing paparazzi for three years now. Brianna, did I leave anything out? No, I think you just about got everything. Now let's jump right into our questions for today. How did you get started with paparazzi? So I got started with paparazzi. Um, I joined October of 2017. And I found my sponsor. She randomly ended up on my newsfeed, and I seen her selling jewelry. Um, her name is Melissa McCurry. She is awesome at what she does. She actually was just selling jewelry left and right. And I was like, you know, like she came up on my newsfeed. I'm like, what is she selling? Like she literally was just selling it and selling it. And I'm like, Looking at the jewelry, it, it was super cute, and she kept saying, $5, 100% lead and nickel free. So I messaged her, and I'm like, girl, what are you selling? Like, tell me more. What are you doing? And I was one of those girls that asked a million questions before joining, which, you know, I have a lot of people on my team that have done the same thing, and I think that there's nothing wrong with that because it shows, you know, that you're, number one, you're interested, and you're, number two, you're you're making sure that you're doing the right thing, right? So I was one of those girls that asked a million questions, and um, before you know it, I joined. I joined with the 299 kit, and I just was on and running since then. I love how you said that you asked a million questions before you got started, so you knew what you were getting into, but then once you started with your 299 kit, you hit the ground running. You didn't look back. Exactly. Brianna, what is your why? Why do you do paparazzi? So I feel as if our whys are always changing within paparazzi, within life in general, right? Like, look at the life we're living now. It's, you know, one every day it's different. My why when I first started has completely changed to my why now, which I tell my team, you know, it's your why will always change and there's nothing wrong with that. You just find out what your new why is. When I first started, it was really just for an extra income, maybe a little bit of a hobby. Um, you know, I was 
a mom, you know, a mom of a, I only had one child at the time when I first joined and I needed some adult conversations and, you know, just getting out there and, and having friendships on social media. So that was my why then. My why has now changed. You know, I do it for my children. I do it to give back. Um, I found within paparazzi, I've grown a lot of confidence. I've learned to know myself better. I've learned to love myself within paparazzi. Um, and I've also, in the midst of it, I'm being of service for other women. And that right there, I don't think there's anything better than that. You know, that right there fills my heart more than anything is being able to make women like our, our quote of what we stand for, you know, what paparazzi is all about, making them feel beautiful $5 at a time is exactly what we do. And that is, there's nothing more like than that feeling. I love that feeling um, to empower other women. One of my favorite things I hear Trent Kirby say all the time, which if y'all don't know who Trent Kirby is, he's one of our founders. So memorize that name. <laughs> but I, he always says our platform is jewelry, but our message is love. And I just adore that saying because I know for a fact that I wouldn't be able to reach my team members or my customers and some people that have become my dearest friends. I would never have known without paparazzi. So I love that you've mentioned how your why now has shifted and become being of service to other people and beyond having adult conversation and just a little extra money. Now it's so much bigger than it used to be, right? Yes, exactly. Now with your why, as it started out and as it's progressed, has that changed now that you're a leader of 3,500 other women? Has that kind of shifted as well? Yes. My why altogether, like as I mentioned before, it changes. And I, and I tell my team that all the time. It's always going to change. I Right now, I'm actually going through a divorce. And I say that with, you know, no shame because I know that there's other women out there that have either A, experienced it or B, are going through it, you know. And so I share it because we can relate to one another um, but I'm going through a divorce right now uh, with my soon-to-be ex-alcoholic husband. I grew up in this lifestyle, so I had to get out. I have a two-year-old and an almost four-year-old little boy, and I always told myself that I would never have them live the life that I lived growing up, and they started to live the life. You know, here we are. We were living that life, and I had to get out of it, and so without paparazzi, I would not have been able to get out with two toddlers on my own, giving them a life that they deserve and that I never had growing up um, is really, that's like my number one why is working for my babies. And yes, so yeah, it does change as, you know, we go through life. Our, our why definitely does change. I think as you hit new goals, too, because you've, you've accomplished certain things, what you set out to do, and then you have a choice at that point, either quit or you come up with new goals. And then your new goals kind of give you a new why. It kind of just morphs on its own. Exactly. Yes. I also I just want to take a second to just honor you for being so vulnerable and transparent with, 
with our listeners and I'm sure with your circle that you influence because walking through the season is not an easy thing to go through. We kind of talked about this in our in our pre-recording chat, but there's a reason and, and I'm glad that that you'll get to that experience and things on the end. But right now it's not an easy season to walk through. So I just wanted to honor you and say thank you for being so vulnerable and transparent with all of us today. Thank you so much. There's definitely a lot of healing in the in the work taking place. So I really appreciate that. Brianna, let's take a little bit of a shift right now. For those of you that have maybe listened to the podcast for a while, some of you, this is your favorite question because we tend to put elite leaders on a pedestal and think, oh, they've had it easy. They've never had a challenge. They've never had nobody show up to a party or their boards tip over in the wind or zero viewers on their live shows. And I love this question because it shows that the elite leaders are just like us. They go through challenges, sometimes even worse than we do. So, Brianna, take us to your worst moment in paparazzi. Draw us a picture. Tell us the story of what that worst moment was like for you. To be completely real and honest, my worst paparazzi moment, as you grow within your team, as you build your empire, you grow and sometimes you get people on your team just as if it's, you know, you treat it like it's an actual workplace. You get people on your team that are going to be rowdy. You get people on your team that are going to cause drama or be that negative Nancy or whatever. And, um, you know, in the beginning, I did not know how to be a leader. I did not know I was going to, you know, take off and and be so blessed, which God has blessed me so much within you know, a team and everything like that. And it's really hard. So in the beginning, you know, I I was building quickly. I hit elite in three months and there's going to be people on your team that will try and take you out, um, especially when you hit elite. They will try and take you out. They will try and get you canceled. They will try and do everything they possibly can to make it to where you're not living, you know, they become, they become jealous or envious or whatever the case may be, something that they're not happy with him, within themselves or whatever. I had a teammate under me. She was my personally sponsored. She uh, went in and told paparazzi all of this stuff and was going to compliance and trying to turn me in for all of these things that were not even true. Luckily, paparazzi really looked at all of the things, you know, and they seen that it was, you know, where it was coming from and people will try and take you out. And, you know, it was really hard. You know, it taught me a lot. I will tell you that much. It taught me, you know, who to keep close, who to keep closer, who to keep business with. So, yeah, that was probably one of the worst moments I've ever experienced because I've never had somebody be so hateful and, you know, you know what I mean? Like trying to be against me. I can only imagine. I've had a little bit of drama on my team like that, but I have not yet had somebody come after me. But I know what a division and and how much of a struggle that has been within the team. So I can only imagine how difficult that had to be with somebody coming against you and trying to just take you down for something that you'd worked so hard for. What is the lesson you want us to take from this? Like, how did, how did you handle it? What did you do to push through that season in your business? One thing is when somebody is trying to jeopardize your life, you know, because you never know who comes and joins under your team. It happens to be, I, I really honestly 
I would never state names or anything like that, obviously, you know, um, but I don't think she's a consultant any longer. And she's really tried to jeopardize a lot of our teammates on our team. And I will tell you this much as far as she joined under me and she was trying it from, she was out to get me from the beginning as she married one of my ex-boyfriends. So I had no idea. I didn't know who this girl was or anything like that, but I will tell you, uh, you know, regardless of the situation, I pray for her. I hope everything's well with her, everything like that. But I only tell you these things because of the questions you have asked. I did have a learning lesson through all of this. Number one, it teaches you when you go through struggles as a leader, it teaches you how to be a better leader. It teaches you how to find the solution within it all. It teaches you how to respond when another situation comes up or maybe someone else is going through the same thing on your team that you can help them and guide them through the process as well. I did learn a lot, as I said once before, I learned how to tolerate and I I learned if they're causing chaos within your team, you block it out right away. You remove them, you have every right to delete them, remove them, block them, whatever you have to do to protect your team to protect your business, to protect you, your family, your team, everybody as a whole, you do what you got to do. And so another thing, what I like to teach my team and my leaders is when there is a situation, because, you know, that was just one. When you grow a team, team is hard. Having a team under you is extremely hard. And there is going to be those Debbie Downers. There's going to be the ones that are oh my gosh, I miss new today. Or, and you know, it lights a fire like under everybody. Once one person's negative, then 10 other follow. So if you as a leader do not shut it down right away, you allow that toxic environment in within your team. So what I've learned is you got to shut it down right away. Shut it down, end it, don't let it go on any longer. And your team might be, you might have a couple of people mad at you, whatever, but in the long run, when they start to grow and build their empire, they will understand exactly why you do what you do. That's been a huge learning lesson for me. A couple of things I want to highlight in what you just said there is that, number one, you're the leader. You create the dynamic for your team or you allow it. So whether you're actively creating an environment that's positive and encouraging, and goal-oriented, or you're just sitting back while the drama happens, if someone's attacking us either personally or uh, on our business side, our knee-jerk reaction is to fire back and to maybe sink down to their level. But what I've learned with my business is if it's a customer or a team member, whoever coming at me, I need to rise above and I need to maintain that personal professionalism. Otherwise, it's going to reflect badly on myself and my business. I can relate 100% to what you just, as far as shutting it down and, you know, exactly what you said, rising above and being the bigger person. And uh, you know what I mean? When you sit there and you argue with somebody, it gets nowhere. So you got to be the leader. You shut it down. You don't feed in. So people come at me all the time with drama. I'm like, okay, I'm not the person for that. If you want to feed into their drama, that's you. But I recommend as a leader, you let it go, shut it down, and don't feed in. Because as teammates come, 
you know, sometimes they're not doing so well with their business or they're new with their business or they want attention because we've grown so much that we have a bigger team now. So they will cause chaos to get your attention. They're looking for a reaction from you. So when you feed in, it just digs yourself a bigger hole and it makes things crazy within the environment of your team. So I've learned to shut it down and not to feed in. I love that. And I will also go a little side note here and say that, especially if they're trying to get you canceled and they're coming at you from a business perspective, you have to, I'm going to like highlight this right here. Everybody pay attention. You have to be professional. You have to maintain your composure because I know consultants who have been canceled because they fired back or they behaved in a, in a less than professional manner. And there was documentation or video proof of this. And if that gets sent to compliance, then you can get in trouble too. And then you're giving them exactly what they want. So please, 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 whether it's a consultant coming after you, whether it's a, a customer or a disgruntled, whoever, you have to maintain your composure or you're, you're putting your business in jeopardy. So that's a side note, but just keep it professional. It's better for your business in the long run. It's better for you and it'll keep you out of trouble with compliance. <laughs> Just follow the rules, follow the rules within compliance, and you won't get in trouble. You know, the rules are not hard mm -hmm. to follow. And um, you're 100% right. It's not worth these people trying to take us out, trying to jeopardize our life and our business. It's not worth it. So mm -hmm. be the bigger person and do you. Now, Brianna, tell me, what is the habit you have that contributes to your massive success? I would have to say... Loving on people, loving on, um, as far as my, my customers go, I, I love to think of it as me being of service because that's what we're doing. We are, we are creating, like Trent Kirby always says, and we are an army of hope, right? So there's, our world is so broken right now. So when you, you know, when we go out there and we're live, we're actually changing people's lives just from us going live. I have people react to me all the time when I'm live. Like, I needed to see your face. I needed to see your smile. You're like a light right now for me. And that's what, that's what we need to be. We need to be that light in this dark world, right? So for me, I go out there and I be of service. I don't make it about me. I don't make it about my sales. I don't make it about me, period. I make it about the viewers. I make it about my team. I give back to my team. That's another thing that I do. Um, my team makes me a lot of money. You know, that's what happens when you grow and you build an empire. You better be shouting them out. You better be giving back. You better be reaching out and loving on them loving on them because they're they're a big part of why we are where we are today. And without my team, I would not be where I'm at today. Where without my customer base, I would not be where I'm at today. So as far as my success goes, you know, loving on them, giving back, showing appreciation, love and support. I can tell why your team just adores you and why your customers come back again and again because you have that giving loving heart and you really are out there trying to make a difference, not just trying to make a buck. And it shows in, in your words and in everything that you do. Well, thank you. God definitely blesses you when you're not into self and you're about other people. So I appreciate that. I try my hardest to be there for others. Thank you so much.
Now, Brianna, if you could give advice to a brand new consultant just barely getting off the ground in their business, what would you tell them to do? I would tell them just as I tell them when they join. You know, when I have new teammates join, I tell them to run and don't stop. Just keep running. And, you know, a lot of the times as, you know, we see our sponsor making money and sales and everything. And then when we join, it's like, okay, how come I'm not, I don't have that viewership. We start to compare ourselves. And I, we kind of talked about this before the pre-recording a little bit, but it's super important that number one, you'd never ever compare yourself to someone else's walk or journey because we all have a different journey. When I say I hit uh, elite in three months, I say that to let the other person know that because I did it, you could do it too. If I could hit elite in three months, then you very well can hit elite, but you've got to work for it. It's a lot of work. You got to work hard for it. You got to treat it as a business. You got to be consistent. You got to go live at least two to three times a week. You got to build your clientele. If you don't build your clientele, then you know you you don't get the viewers. You don't grow. You you stay stagnant into where you're at. So you have to have the business mindset of I want to go far. I want to build. I want it. You got to work. It's a lot of work. It does not happen overnight. Yeah, just don't compare yourself. You got to just work hard and you've got to find what works for your own business. Never give up. I love that you say that you're building a business. I've been telling my team the last couple weeks that, you know, when you start a business, it's like a newborn baby. And for those of us that are parents, we 100% get that analogy because when babies are so, so little, they take a ton of time, a ton of effort. You're constantly changing or feeding or burping them, right? And it's kind of the same thing with your business. As you're just getting started, you have to nurture your business. You have to put in a little more time and effort to get it going and up off the ground. And if you don't nourish it and feed it and continue to do that, then it's not going to go anywhere. It actually is probably going to get a little sick, right? <laughs> right, so you exactly. you constantly have to build and nourish and grow just like you would a baby because it is a new business. It's like a baby business. <laughs> right, exactly. Great advice. Now, let's jump into the next question. If you could suggest one thing to a consultant who is feeling absolutely just stuck in their business, what would you tell them to do? Well, I love that question because as I mentioned before, I, you know, we all, we all go through life struggles. We all go through something, something happens in all of our lives that it, you know, it puts us back. It puts us in depression. It puts us, it's hard. Life is very, very hard. And as you guys know, as I mentioned before, I'm going through a divorce with my alcoholic husband, soon to be ex-husband. Um, I'm waiting for everything to be finalized. And let me tell you, with two toddlers not knowing and so broken, their hearts are so broken right now, that right there is the hardest, hardest thing to, to watch and to see. And I have to keep telling them, your daddy, your dick, he's going to get better, you know. And so I, I only tell you this because of the question. I know what it feels like feeling stuck and falling away. My team, my customers, they know what I'm going through right now. But let me tell you, I'm going through a healing season. And to anyone out there that is having any type of struggle, whether it be addiction, divorce, whatever, a loss of a loved one, 
what we need to do is we need to get back up. We need to rise again because you know what? We can't let anything take us out because it's only, you know, it's only, it only lasts for so long, but there is light at the end of the tunnel. There really is. And so we really have to find that healing. It's okay to take a break. It's okay. It's okay to find that healing. I don't feel bad at all for taking a little bit of a break and being here for my kids, the little bit of energy that I did have. I don't, I don't feel bad for that, but you always, you have to come back. You got to rise again. I love how you said it's okay to take a break and it's okay, okay to find healing because sometimes no matter what we're going through, whether it's a divorce or somebody in your family getting diagnosed with cancer, or maybe it's just virtual schooling, like we're mid 2020 here where life has imploded. So whatever that looks like for you, it's okay to find a break and find that healing, but then you have to stand back up. Amen. Yes. What is a quote that inspires you, Brianna? I would have to say my favorite quote is progress, not perfection. Um, and the reason why I choose that quote is because it's all our, our life, our journey, our walk. It's all progress into where we want to be. And sometimes as humans, because we're all human and, you know, we, we tend to compare ourselves and we try and be this perfect person, it's, we're never going to be perfect. So we got we to gotta give ourselves the benefit of the doubt for what we're going through in our season that we're in today. And it's progress. And we only get better as we progress each and every day. And sometimes that progress isn't always seen, especially like on live shows or with your customer base when you tend to get super, super frustrated. I know I've been there before where I'm like, I go on my live show and there's like seven people on there. <laughs> I go upstairs to my husband and I'm like, why do I even do this? This is ridiculous. I sold three pieces. And he's like, okay, what are your goals? Let's focus back in. And I'm like, okay, even if I didn't sell a million dollars in jewelry, my team, they saw me go live. They know that I'm consistent. And he's like, okay, focus on that. Like we're, we're striving for progress. Just like you just said, we're, we're looking for progress, not necessarily being perfect, not being the best. There's bigger goals and there's bigger things at play there that sometimes we don't always see, but it is just continuing to take those steps, right? Yes. Exactly. Ooh, good quote. Brianna, what is a book you'd say is a must read and why? Uh, I would have to say I really love You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. The reason why is because it helps you become aware. It helps you to figure out what you want in life. And it also helps you to get the, you know, to get the guts not to worry about what other people are thinking it helps you to get back to reality to focus on your own life, not what everyone else is doing. So I really love that book. I will second that. It is one of my favorite books. And if you like listening on Audible, she adds that inflection and that passion when she's reading the book that is even pretty fun to listen to. So highly recommend that book. Now, Brianna, we have gotten to the last question on the podcast. We like to do a weekly call challenge. So what is one thing you would challenge our listeners to do in the next seven days to take action in their paparazzi business? So I would like to challenge, and I will actually take on the challenge myself, 
to reach out to at least because it's seven days, you could do 10 people or more. So I would like everyone to reach out to somebody who they haven't spoke to in a long time, whether it be a friend, a family member, whatever. Um, and not to speak anything within your business, not to say, hey, talk about your business, but, you know, genuinely speak from your heart and ask them how they're doing. Um, you know, preferably a woman, you know, because we empower women. So whoever, you know, whoever you haven't talked to in a while, for one, it's, it's really going to make them feel good, especially in our dark world right now. And for two, you'd be surprised on your next live who might show up. What an amazing challenge. So she said, reach out to seven to 10 or more people that you have not spoken to in a long time. And the goal here is not to recruit or have them host a party. It is just to reconnect, build those relationships back up. Amen. Brianna, it has been so fun chatting with you today. I have pages of notes. I'm sure the listeners do as well. So thank you so much for joining us and sharing your wisdom with all of us. Thank you so much for having me. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Our pleasure. Now, for you listeners, thank you for tuning into today's show. Don't forget, head on over to paparockstars.com slash Brianna. That's B-R-I-A-N-N-A. So you can listen to this episode, share it with your team members, and get access to all of those other resources we talked about in the beginning of the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Have a rockin' week.